friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are all having an absolutely fantastic day today. And be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. I put together a very simplistic yet very effective basic kit for the kids right now going back to school, same protocol my children use on a regular basis, put it down as the back-to-school kids pack, and it's right under $60. And what it does is it's the big bottle of our ultimate multiple chewable for kids and adults alike. Great-tasting product, chewable. I still take them when I'm in a rush. The kids have them. Sometimes I'll take theirs, and they get mad, and they got to get more. <laughs> but I have that together along with the children's cod liver oil, DHA formula, and strawberry flavor. This, again, is another – if you can say cod liver oil tastes good, this one does. This is something my kids ask for every single day. And these two products by themselves combined can make a very, very effective – and simple stack for children to be able to take their chewable multiple in the morning along with, you know, about a half a teaspoon or whole teaspoon of the DHA cod every single day. The DHA is extremely important for cognitive growth and functioning as they grow and get older and neurological development. The omega-3 fats are essential. The problem is most kids nowadays are very deficient in omega-3 fats because our diets, well, for the most part, are not very good. Even if you want to eat clean, getting a lot of omega-3 fats especially as a kid, doesn't happen that much because I mean, they're not out there eating wild-caught salmon and a whole bunch of whole eggs every day, even though I do recommend feeding your kids whole eggs every day. I try to eat them all the time. But this stack together, really good. I put it on sale for 15% off on the front page of the website because I've been getting a lot of emails over the last couple of weeks, parents going, you know, what can I put my kids on that's basic, that's simple? They're not going to be wanting to swallow pills or take a handful of capsules every single day. And I said, well, look no further. The chewable multiple along with the children's DHA cod liver oil, very simplistic for any child to use and adults alike. I know parents that take the same stack. And uh, very, very effective. So on sale right now at the website for limited time only. Be sure to check it out. And also check out the EyeSight formula, last day on sale for product of the week today on the website. So, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters, and thank you for keeping your family and your friends healthy and strong. The stronger we are, the smarter we are, the healthier we are, the more we can continue to fight and get the truth out as much as possible. So, again, thank you for that. Also, too, the first thing I saw this morning I thought was really interesting. And, uh, you know, there's been this back and forth with Trump claiming that he had his passport seized in this Mar-a-Lago raid, which, by the way, from what I've read, is grossly illegal because they were not listed in the search warrant of items to be looking for or to seize. And he was claiming they did. Of course, you had NBC Nora O'Donnell say that the FBI did not have possession of them and that basically Trump is lying and trying to create more dissension. And, of course, as soon as she put that out there, you had Twitter go nuts with everybody saying how Trump lied. They didn't take his passports. Well, shortly after this post, Taylor Budwick, the former president's communication director, shared an email from Jay Pratt the top counterintelligence official in the Justice Department's National Security Division, confirming that three of Trump's passports were seized in the raid and they were returned to the former president soon. They stated, we have learned the filter agents seized three passports belonging to the president, two expired, and one being his active diplomatic passport. We are returning them, and they will be ready to pick up at WFO at 2 p.m. today, the email to Trump's attorneys read. 
Now, this right here is something that I know. I've talked to a buddy of mine that basically knows a lot about this law. This can right here nullify a lot of stuff they may have even seized and searched during this raid. This whole thing is turning into one giant debacle, and I can't tell whether this whole thing was done in order to simply be theater to try to foment more hatred towards the FBI because these guys are so far left communist and going out of their way to really show everybody what Gestapo goons they are. I can't tell if that's why they did this or if they really are trying to prevent him from being able to run as president and trying to find some type of criminal charges on him. I don't know because this whole thing gets weirder and weirder and weirder by the day. And again, all you see on the mainstream media is what they're talking about. That's why we really didn't even cover it yesterday because I'm just honestly, I'm sick of hearing about it. But when I saw this thing with the passports that they actually admitted now, they do have his passports and they did seize them. And apparently from what DOJ is saying now, uh, yeah, they didn't have a warrant to seize his passports. And so stuff gets weirder and weirder every day about this. Uh, but this is definitely something that we'll continue to keep you apprised on here. I don't know, again, what the whole point of this is continuing to go forward. But, again, we'll keep you guys updated on it. Uh, also, too, in other news, this is something that I found to be very interesting and sad, I guess, is an end-of-an-era realm. Dodge has now announced their last call for the V8-powered Challenger and Charger muscle cars as Dodge is discontinuing its internal combustion engine models, and they will be going electric by 2024. This is something I never thought I would see in my day. Dodge has always been at the leading of the pack with some of the highest horsepower engines, and i got to give them credit. They'll stuff a supercharged V8 in just about anything. I mean, they've gone above and beyond producing these big block engines that produce just copious amounts of power. And uh, it's sad because, I mean, I know even back from the days with the early Challenger and the stuff with the com competitions back in the 60s about who could have the highest horsepower engines, you know, Dodge was always trying to lead the pack with this. And seeing them now discontinue the V8s and start going to electric, again, it's just confirmation that I guess this is this is the realm that they're going to try to push as far as with this these are globalist elite scum, you should call them. Uh, trying to make sure nobody has the ability to drive internal combustion engines. And, you know, the sad part about this is it has nothing to do with climate change. It has nothing to do with trying to go green. It has everything to do with bringing out machinery and vehicles that will be tracked, monitored, and controlled on a 24-7 basis, as they already are in most cases, but now they're going to have the ability to control how you can go in and charge, how you can go in and travel. And I tell you this right now, and you can mark my words on it, as sad as this is going to be, and I don't want to be right, but I know for a fact this is what's going to happen. They're going to use the electric charging stations, the home charging stations, as ways to continue to massively tax you and prevent you from traveling if you say something or do something that you're not supposed to. Guys, think about it. If you're trying to go somewhere or travel somewhere and they say, well, guess what? We've now deemed you a enemy combatant and uh, we basically want to arrest you. And you say, no, I don't want to be arrested because I didn't do anything wrong. All they simply have to do is say, well, your vehicle's now been shut down permanently. Uh, yeah, by the way, every single Tesla that comes out of the factory uh, is pretty much completely and totally tracked on a cloud device. They go through and make sure these things are monitored 24-7. They can update cloud stuff on them 24-7. So the technology is already in place to monitor these things. But, again, 
this may be, I've always been a huge motorhead, as you guys know, with vehicles and cars and trucks. This may be one of those things. If you're a avid car collector, these last models, especially some of the big, big high horsepower models of the Challenger and the Hellcat, may be an opportunity if it's a vehicle you like to buy something and uh, as a collector vehicle because they're not going to exist anymore. And I'm not giving you any advice as far as on vehicle purchases, but I can tell you right now, these vehicles probably will maintain pretty significant value from a collector standpoint on the last models that roll out, just like the Dodge Viper did, which we've seen, if you guys have looked at those, they had an explosion in prices over the last three to four years with them rolling them out at the end of 2017 and discontinuing that big giant 8.4 liter v10 and i mean some of those cars have doubled and tripled in value over what they were and they sell for it now because you simply can't buy them and dodge has said they're no longer going to make the dodge viper again if they do it'll never be in a v10 just interesting times we're in that's something to think about later on in the future what do you think dan well i i owned a dodge viper many years ago <laughs> and uh it was completely an uncontrollable automobile it was awful to drive and uh it just you know i hate to diss a, a car because it's most one of the most beautiful cars i've ever owned but it just it was uh it was a death trap as far as i'm concerned and uh, i didn't care for it i had less than a thousand miles on it when i got rid of it now i will say this i got pretty much all the money back i paid for it so i bought it at a really good price but the reality is is that it's just a uh it's just a dangerous automobile so if you want to buy a car like that that basically is out of control when you hit the gas and sliding sideways and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, you can buy one as an investment if you wanted to. And I'm not giving you that advice and hope it might go up in value. Or you can park it in the garage and look at it and say, oh, wow, what a pretty car. <laughs> Put a cover on it and crank it up once a month to bring it up to operating temperature so the engine doesn't start to you know corrode and rust, et cetera. So, you know, it's up to you guys. I mean, we'll do whatever you want to do as far as car investments, et cetera. But Austin's right. This internal busting engine – you know, we had them. We had them burning so clean, uh, especially the Volkswagen with the diesels. They were burning so clean, and of course, you know, Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock took over Volkswagen and basically uh, twenty billion dollars in fines because they didn't quite warm up like they were supposed to, as far as you know, pollution, et cetera, et cetera. So they claim, which I'm not even sure that can even be proven. And I'll be honest with you guys. And so, you know, they're now they're getting rid of this stuff. And Austin's 100% right. I've got a friend of mine who just got a new Tahoe. Got a diesel Tahoe. It gets pretty good fuel mileage, about 25 around town, about 30 on the road. Phenomenal for a big vehicle like that. But it was funny because yesterday I was playing with the navigation system in it. And I, and I'm going to be just, just kind of just, I'm not trying to be like a, a, you know, I don't like technology because I do, but it no longer has an embedded navigation system in it. it. It has a Google navigation system with Google Maps. And you think, what, what do you mean by it? Well, it, it's Google, of course, Alphabet, of course, you know, tracking you, of course, Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. And, of course, you don't have an embedded system in it anymore because OnStar has always been tracking you since it came out many, many years ago. But the reality is is that that you don't have an embedded system. It all, it all ties back into the Internet and has to get constant updates from Google as far as being accurate. So it's constantly monitoring and tracking you on GPS. Well, I don't like any of that. So these new vehicles that are coming out are just going to be – Trackmobiles, like are you like your slave cell phone tracker that you currently carry? I currently carry that we all currently carry. You know, unless you keep it in a Faraday bag, <laughs> it's going to track you and it's going to monitor you. And they can turn the microphones on and turn the cameras on, or they can watch what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the whole thing is just turned into this unreal George Orwell crazy, you know, spy thing that we're involved in. They're they're monitoring every 
single thing that we do all the time. And it's just, it's weird to me that they've actually got this type of technology. But again, we shouldn't be surprised because of the data collection centers with the NSA and all the stuff they've been doing. And we shouldn't be surprised that they basically have addicted all of these people to, you know, opiates in the United States. I mean, right now they're saying that we should, that we had over a hundred thousand people last year in 2021 die of opiate overdose over a hundred thousand people in fact there's a new book out now and it's talked about how america's opioid industry gosh god this is even that operates like a drug cartel and it says it's estimated more than a hundred and seven thousand people in the united states died to opioid overdoses in 2021 if you're wondering why you can't get anybody to help when you call up and put an ad in the paper or put an ad online anymore you know a hundred thousand people died and that's what they're estimating it could be much higher than that the Washington Post journalist Scott Higman notes it's the equivalent of 700 of a 737 Boeing crash and burning and killing everybody on board every single day. I'm going to repeat this. The amount of opioid deaths in 2021 was the equivalent of a 737 Boeing crashing and burning and killing everybody on board every single day. In the new book, American Cartel, Higman and co-author Sari Horwitz makes the case that the pharmaceutical industry operates like a drug cartel. Yeah, no, duh. I've been telling you that for years. With manufacturers at the top, wholesalers in the middle, and pharmacies at the level of street dealers. What's more, Higman says, the companies collaborated with each other and with lawyers and lobbyists to create legislation that protected their industry even as they competed for market share. Most people think it's the political parties that run the show or it's the White House that runs the show, but it's really is the companies that run the show, Haber says. Ah, now we're getting some truth, aren't we, guys? People are dying by the thousands while these companies were lobbying members of Congress to pass legislation and lobby members of the Department of Justice to try to slow down the DEA enforcement efforts. Higman says that the big pharma fought to create legislation that would limit the DEA's ability to go after drug wholesalers. The efforts were effective in that more than 100 billion pills were manufactured, distributed, and dispensed between 2006 and 2014. Now, I'm going to repeat that. Higman says that the big pharma fought to create legislation that would limit the drug enforcement agency's ability to go after drug wholesalers. In other words, if we can push the drugs, you can't stop us. The efforts were effective in limiting the DEA. More than 100 billion pills were manufactured, distributed, and dispensed between 2006-2014 during the height of the opioid epidemic. Meanwhile, both federal and state DEA agents were frustrated by the ways in which their enforcement efforts had been curtailed. If you talk to them, they'll tell you that this didn't need to happen, Higman says. The guardrails were in place to prevent an opioid epidemic, and those guardrails were removed by the drug industry. And I'm going to add this. Who control Congress? Because the drug industry is owned by the same people, the same Kabbalist Luciferian sect that uses pharmacia, like it says in the Bible, to basically control the masses, as they did with the opium wars, the Boxer Rebellion in China that I covered in depth a couple weeks ago. But these lobbyists and allies in Congress and the allies in the Justice Department, he says one DEA agent he spoke to put it in stark terms saying, we didn't get defeated by the drug cartels. We got defeated by the K Street cartel on how the DEA investigated the pharmaceutical industry as it would a drug cartel. They stay, they started out by doing what any investigator would do, and that is you start at the lowest levels of an organization. So the lowest levels of this organization were the doctors. Now we're getting really, really, really specific here.
And there's a plethora of corrupt doctors in this country who are willing to write prescriptions for drugs, for cash, for sex, for all kinds of things, but mostly for cash. They realize that if they kept arresting doctors, they could do that all day long. Every time they took down one doctor, another one would pop up. So then they moved up to the pill mills, which were nothing more than basically criminal fronts for drug dealers, and then they realized they could knock those over all day long. A lot of these pill mills were in strip shopping centers, mostly in South Florida, surprise, surprise, because of the regulations are so lax. And people were traveling from all over the country down to South Florida where they'd go get these pill mills, to go to the pill mills. The doctor would ask a couple of cursory questions. They would say, I have back pain. Then they would write them a script for oxycodone or hydrocodone, and they'd be on their way. And, and word spread quickly around the country that this is where you go to get your prescriptions. And then you would take those and you would fill them in the pharmacies all across the country. And so these outposts, it was kind of like a wild west down there, and parking lots were just filled with drug users and drug dealers. It was crazy, crazy, crazy time, and the DEA realized that there was no way they could just rein them in because it took a long time to investigate these operations and then prosecute them. And then, and while they were doing that, five more would open up and ten more would open up. It was like a cancer. And they realized what they needed to do was really move up the food chain and go to the drug distributors and their manufacturers. This this story is absolutely crazy when you start reading through it. And a lot of people believe that the Sacklers at Purdue Pharma were solely responsible for the epidemic. The Sacklers, again, synagogue of Satan, probably Kabbalists, <clears throat> unbelievable slime group of families who were, again, controlled by the bloodline families. And then they realized, according to the data, that they would be wrong. And a lot of companies I'm – I'm jumping around, so I'm going to have to read this so you can hear it. A lot of people believe the Sacklers and Purdue Farmer are solely responsible for the epidemic. And we realized, according to the data, that that would be wrong. And a lot of other companies jumped into this emerging market. Companies, as we know, such as CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Johnson & Johnson, and others that we never knew existed, like – Mallincroft, a company that's been in existence for a 100 years, and they produced 30 times the amount of pills that Purdue Pharma produced, and their conduct was so egregious that the DEA once called them the drug kingpin. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to, I'm going to post this. This was a, this was an NPR article that was written by Terry Gross, Gross, and it's absolutely phenomenal. Okay, I'm going to post this on the website so you guys can read it. But let me explain something to you here that nobody ever wants to talk about. You know, what we did in Vietnam, is basically to run the drugs out of Southeast Asia. And I mentioned this before. I'm going to talk about it right now for just a second. They were putting 50 kilos or about 100 pounds of opiates into the caskets, which were sacrosanct. Nobody could touch the casket of a dead GI, and they were shipping it back via the CIA into the United States. Kennedy found out about this and wanted to stop it. Johnson found out about it, knew about it, wanted to facilitate it. All of this stuff led to the John F. Kennedy's being assassinated because he wanted to stop the CIA, stop the drug importation. Because the drug dealers found out from Lucky Luciano during World War II and from Chiang Kai-shek that they were fueling the armies of China using drugs, selling the opium to the peasants. This is what the CIA found, that they could run the drugs and get hundreds of billions of dollars in black ops money which would allow them to go in and do anything they wanted to do around the world without congressional oversight. So they were using the drugs coming out of Southeast Asia, out of Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam, and they wanted to keep the, the war going as long as they possibly could. And then finally, 
they were doing so much weather modification. This is my opinion on the Ho Chi Minh Trail using chemtrails, which they were spraying the clouds and doing cloud seeding and causing everything to flood out over there, that it was no longer the proper climate for growing opiates and for growing poppies. So they moved the entire drug group over to Afghanistan and started using that, which had the perfect climate for growing opium for poppies. And at that time, there was no longer a need to have the Vietnam War going, so they used their pawn in the game, Richard Nixon, to end the Vietnam War. And again, we left there, abandoning friends, abandoning people. Just It was like an Afghanistan withdrawal all over again because we no longer needed heroin coming out of Southeast Asia. It all moved to the Taliban in Afghanistan. Well, what happened is the Taliban got fed up with all these people in Afghanistan being addicted to opiates, which is against Muslim law. They're not supposed to do that. They started shutting it all down. So in the latter part of the 90s, we started having a massive heroin shortage, and we started having a big problem supplying the dealers and producing enough drugs for the CIA to maintain black operations. So we had to have something happen. So what happens? 9-11 happens. And there's a lot of other factors involved with 9-11, okay? But all of a sudden now we go into Afghanistan, which had absolutely nothing to do with 9-11. But, you know, George W. deemed it so. So we went into Afghanistan, and we basically took over the country, and we sped up the poppy production again. And we had created the 95% of the world's poppy production and heroin production was coming out of Afghanistan on our watch, guys. It was the number one drug-producing, heroin-producing country in the world after we took it over and started bombing it and basically started a war with them. Well, then, as you saw with Joe Biden, now they're using fentanyl, which is made in a laboratory, and they don't need to grow poppies anymore. And so, again, it was just like it was when we left Saigon. The same thing that we left with Vietnam. We had this horrible withdrawal. We left all of our people over there again. It was a fiasco. It took like 10 days for the Taliban to completely take over Afghanistan again because we no longer needed it as a drug capital. Now, are there still drugs being basically produced? They're being protected by, how should I say, you know, people over there who were doing their thing as far as the mercenary soldiers? I'm sure there are. But fentanyl has become the big problem. Look at Ann Hecht. The girl who just died here this week, supposedly, you know, I guess she's dead. You don't know anymore. You watch the videotape, and we posted online this morning, of her basically getting into the accident, her being taken out of the, you know, the compound or the house that she ran into. And she sits up, or somebody who's supposed to be Aunt Heck, sits up on the stretcher and tries to undo her leg restraints. Well, I thought she was like comatose, vegetative, couldn't think. I mean, what the heck? She's trying to get up on the strapper. They have to grab her, push her back down, cover her up, and push her into the, into the ambulance. Well, Ann Heck, they said, had fentanyl and cocaine. She was running a speedball, you know, when she got had the accident. And suddenly she's on a ventilator, and suddenly she's pronounced brain dead, and suddenly they're yoking her organs out of her. But she just did a big special that was going to be airing next month on child trafficking in the United States. So, wow, child sex trafficking. So are they trying to keep her shut up, or was she doing something she wasn't supposed to do? At this point, guys, it's all so convoluted and so twisted that they're trying to make as much confusion as they possibly can. Look at Donald Trump now. They've taken his passports, and they're telling him now, basically, they're, they're, by doing that, they're saying, we're saying that you're under investigation as a criminal, and you cannot leave the country. Just what they're saying. And Donald Trump is saying that the country is, like, being overheated now. It's about to explode. 
which only makes it worse, by the way, him saying that. And then Henry Kissinger saying, we've been so close right now to World War III with Russia and China. And so we got all these people promoting that narrative of causing massive war and destruction right now in the United States. But in the meantime, we've got all these people, 100,000 died from heroin overdose. It wouldn't be heroin. In most cases, it would be fentanyl last year in the United States because now fentanyl's replaced heroin. And what they did, they cracked down. <laughs> they cracked down on these big pharma, the pharmaceutical manufacturers. And, guys, they have cracked down. It's almost impossible now to get a prescription for painkillers from a doctor or from a hospital. Just thought I'd mention that. They've really, they've really cracked down. Sackler's got fined billions and billions of dollars, Purdue Pharma, because of what they did. But here's the irony of all of this stuff. All they did was push all those heroin addicts, those opiate addicts, those you know Oxycontin addicts to the street. Now and they're getting them on fentanyl. And fentanyl, I mean, just a little bit of this stuff will kill you deader than a snake in a wagon rut. And that's the problem that we have, isn't it? It's this group of people that's always controlling the world through pharmacia. It's the same ones who put the fluoride in the water, the same ones who gave us the COVID shots, the same one who gives us tricyclic antidepressants and statin drugs, which have all kinds of horrible side effects. It's always the same group of people that do all of this stuff. So now we've got a world that's addicted to fentanyl. I mean, probably we have what they said. They said almost 70, 80 million people in the United States addicted now to opiates because of what happened with Sackler and all the rest of these pharmaceutical companies doing this. No wonder you can't find anybody to work. No wonder we have all these problems with you know the, with the employee pool. If they're not dead, they're they're drug addicts. I, I told you last year I was, I was at Biltmore Estate, and they had stopped almost all of the buses that were running to take you to the parking lot at the Biltmore Estate. And I asked one of the bus drivers, "Why in the world don't you have more buses running?" He says, "We can't get anybody to pass drug tests with the CDL. They can't pass them. They're hooked on drugs, or they have drugs in their system." This is what they've done to us, and that's why the Bible says it's through pharmacia, through witchcraft, through sorcery. It says that. I'll look it up in a minute on this next break. I'll give you the verses again to it. But this is why we always have to look to the Word of God for our answers. The Bible tells us that don't you know that ye yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives within you, and if you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. It says that in the Word. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to come down and zap you with a lightning bolt, but he's going to allow what you do to yourself to take its effect and kill you. If you want to eat junk food all day long, you're going to get your arteries plugged up. If you want to go take three or four COVID shot, the clot shots, and you want to basically give yourself a stroke or have many strokes or have your whole personality change or cut off blood flow to your brain and you can no longer think clearly anymore, that's not your choice. You have those choices. And so that's the problem that we're running into now. People have made all of these choices, and these choices have consequences, and now they don't want to deal with the consequences anymore. And guys, listen to me. I feel bad for you. If you were forced to take a shot, to maintain your job, to maintain your livelihood, to support you and your family. I'm so sorry they've done this to you. I really am. And for the rest of us who stood our ground and said, no, we won't do this. We won't go quietly into the night. We will not allow them to inject us in there. We're standing our ground, like it says in the book of Ephesians, because we had the ability to do so, or we just chose to change professions or whatever we've done. You know, my hat's off to you too, guys. I, I don't know what to say, but we're in a situation now you know, that we have a group of people that are running the United States that are communist, socialist, Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdos. And they're running the entire show. And they're doing everything they possibly can to destroy the United States internally. And when they destroy the masses, 
by making them addicted to opiates, they lose their reasoning skills on the opiates. They start making really bad choices. And on top of that, what ends up happening is they lose their resolve. And so we have, what, 70, 80 million, a quarter of the population, a fourth of the third of the population, whatever that would be. We have these this many people basically that can't basically control themselves because all they want to have is their next fix. Pray for these people, guys. Help them out. Get them in the rehab programs. Do whatever you can. But realize this isn't going to go away. It's not going to get better unless we, the people of the United States, stand against the synagogue of Satan and these pharmacia groups that use sorcery and drugs to enslave the population. Guys, they've done this for eons of time. They used to drug up the masses when they go to these sacrificial human ceremonies. They used to drug them up. Now that ayahuasca stuff is making a big comeback, and a lot of professional ball players are using it because they're going into these places in Central America down there in Costa Rica or wherever they're going. There's a lot of different places that do this stuff, and they're having these ceremonies which they transform themselves using these drugs and going into another dimension because they want to see on the other side of the veil. The only reason they're doing that is this. They've got a God-shaped vacuum on the inside of them that only Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father can fill. And they've got that vacuum in them, and they don't know what to do. So now they're using drugs because they know something ain't right. You know something's not right. I love that line in the Matrix. And they say, you know something's not right. You know something's wrong with what you're seeing. That's what we all feel right now. And because unless we have Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, infusing us and filling us with his energy field, his frequency through God Almighty himself, we can't get it right. And that's what I talk to you guys about all the time. That's why I constantly talk about Jesus because he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. Through him we can do all things. But that's why they've gone against Christians so hard and white people so hard and black Christians so hard. They have destroyed the black community. They really have. The black community was held together through Jesus for just for hundreds of years in the United States. And they've absolutely come in there now, and they have destroyed the black community because they've, of social welfare programs they did with Lyndon Johnson back in the 60s. And now you have so many black communities like in Chicago that are just killing each other all the time. It's horrible. And they did it because of drugs. They did it because they took Jesus out of the schools. They did it because they split up the families and split up the fathers and split up the mothers. And they've done the same thing to the white population. And they've done the same thing to the Hispanic population. That's why so many Hispanics now are voting and doing homeschool in the United States because they don't want their cultures to be destroyed. They want to assimilate into the United States of what the United States once was, not what it is now. They don't want to have a mess that's so bad when they're sent to New York City. They want to flee New York City because it's worse than the drug cartels in Mexico. This is a problem, guys. And the biggest problem we have is that nobody wants to discuss both sides of the aisle. You know, Donald Trump has turned into a giant divider. He really has. Now he's like talking about, oh, we're so hot and we're about to explode in the country, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't need to say that. He just needs to say, look, everybody needs to calm down. We're going to work through the courts with this stuff. Guys, we knew this was going to happen because of the Russian collusion. Just let's, let us get through the courts. Let us work with our attorneys. Everybody needs to calm down instead of pushing all this inflammatory rhetoric at his rallies because that's causing more and more and more division between the Republican Party and the Democrats, between the conservatives and the liberals. It's making us all hate each other, which is exactly their goal. Because out of chaos will come a new world order. And they will, and what they'll do, they'll do the same thing Stalin did. They'll do the same thing with the, the Hitler did with the brown shirts. Same thing that Stalin did with the Bolsheviks. Once they have their thing finished and they take over the country, be it, be it, be it, be it into a civil war or a global war or whatever they have, they're going to kill all the patriots. They're going to kill everybody who doesn't listen to them. They're going to kill all the people who worked with them, including the liberals and the communists who tried to overthrow the government. Look at Barack Obama. 
community organizer, hardcore Saul Alinsky advocate working for the cabal. And he won't stop talking, won't stop running his mouth because he wants to come rob, steal, and destroy the United States of America as they were taught to do through their social fabric and network systems of communism and social indoctrination that was taught to them through these radicals of the 60s. This is the same group that's doing it to us right now, guys. It's the same synagogue of Satan. And in the end, if they are successful and they destroy the United States of America, what are they going to build in its, in, in, in its place? There's your question, isn't it? Are we going to be a bunch of robots that are going to be injected every 30 days with drugs, and our drugs are going to be microchipped so that if we don't take the drug, the drug's going to automatically basically get online and tell the people that, hey, look, this person hasn't had his drug. His drug levels aren't high enough. We can't keep him sedated. Come pick him up and take him away. Is that what they're going to do? And have you noticed some, some people, even Kanye West, suddenly when they get off the chain, they start saying things, suddenly they're hospitalized? Have you gotten not, – not, no, has no one noticed that but the people who listen to this show? It's so weird to me that this is happening. But we got a Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan sect that isn't just – one single nationality of people. You know, you've got the Clintons involved in it. You've got Barack Obama involved in it. You've got all of these different people that have given their lives and their souls over to the evil one who want to destroy the United States and destroy the world and bring us into a one-world Luciferian dictatorship, building a third temple so they can resurrect their Antichrist from the pit. This is the group that runs the whole planet. Once we understand that and we get that, we'll see it as crystal clear as spring water. I mean, but, but until you see it and understand who they are, it's all murky because they want to make it murky because they want to have a thousand little loose strings that nobody can try to figure out who these people are. But, guys, we tell you who they are on this show every single day. And they did it to the United States just like they did the opioid war, the boxer wars in China. They've addicted us to drugs and to opiates, to tricyclic antidepressants, to statin drugs, to fluoride, and they've subdued us. Through pharmacia. I just want to kind of get that off my chest this morning. I'm reading all this stuff and I'm going, this is insanity, over 100,000 dead. And that's what they admit to. How do we know it's not a million dead from overdoses from last year? Because you lose 1% of what they tell you. But Austin, what do you think about it? What's your next story? Well, you're exactly right. And, and that's, they've also done this now with these massively, massive, strong uh, cannabis products. You know, and they've legalized it for medicinal use, which some people can actually use it and need it for medical purposes. Like I said before, if, you know, you have the option to use some type of, you know, cannabis product versus opioids, it's much healthier. But now the more I keep reading more and more and more, it's not just cannabis products anymore. Some of the stuff they have with these, these oils and resins, they're so unbelievably strong that, I mean, it's literally like using almost a hallucinogen from what this article was talking about, and they're popping them up all over the place. I just stopped by the this car wash place that we have right down the road from us, and there was an old gas station that's been abandoned. Like, it just, it just, it was a flop. Bad gas station, total flop. And I drove by the other day, I didn't realize it, and there's this big sign on it. It's like True Leaf or something. And I looked it up. It's another pot dispensary right there. They're popping up all over the place now. And I'm sitting there going, Okay, you know, if somebody needs something and there's a dispensary somewhere and they actually have a real true medical problem and it can help out, okay, the problem is now what they've done is they've used these medical cards to get everybody using this stuff. And then from what I'm finding out, and I've told you guys this before, I'm not giving you any type of legal advice, but it's been very clear 
with the goons over at ATF, they have stated that if you're using a controlled substance or an illicit substance, that you are not allowed to purchase a firearm with a 4473 form. It says it right there on there. Good, bad, disagree, don't disagree, don't care. That's what they've stated. And I've told a lot of people I know, I said, listen, I said, if this, if you go that route, be very cautious of this. I said, because you're having everything documented. If you go buy a firearm and you check that box that you're not using any illegal drugs, well, the DEA still says cannabis is a scheduled one substance because they're just always happy to arrest anybody. But then you've got the state saying, no, it's medical use on it. You've got a medical card that's registered with the state. It's a very strange gray area that's fully regulated and fully monitored. So just be aware of that. I'm not giving you any advice on it. Just understand it. But again, if somebody needs to use something as a specific tool for a specific reason, for a specific set time, that's one thing. But be very cautious because I've seen a lot of people over the years start using that all this medicinal pot stuff. And all of a sudden, it's like they start using it more and more and more, not just because they need it for back pain or for sleep. It just becomes a regular thing. So be very aware of that if you start getting into that. Again, I'm not giving you any advice on it. The best thing to do is try to use anything completely natural that's not addictive. And if they tell you cannabis is not addictive, that's a complete and total lie, especially when you start looking at the stuff they have with these oil and resins. It's like 95% pure THC. Guys, there's no question about it. You start putting compounds like that that have that much of an effect on your body, your body's going to get that dopamine trigger, and it's going to want it. Just be very aware of that. Also, too, Dad was saying earlier how they've been constantly coming in now and doing this this race baiting and the school systems. They're doing this. They want people to get more divided. That's been the overall goal. If you bring a group together and you can divide them into 50 different subgroups and everybody's fighting with every subgroup, dude, you have no unity. There's no national pride anymore, even though that's the main thing. That's why I told people this is why they've gone so hard against national pride, against pro-nationalism. Because it doesn't matter if you're black, you're Hispanic, you're white, you're Asian. If you're pro-American, dude, I'm pro-American. We're all on the same page with this. As long as we're at least mildly agreeing with a lot of the stuff, this is how the Constitution was formed. These guys came together and said, listen, we're pro-American. We want to have freedom. We're all in agreement on this. And then it slowly started to turn where you started to have a lot of the individuals that were up north start to say, no, 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 we need to tax you guys more down in the south because, well, you guys produce so much stuff and sell so much stuff, and we got to have our bigger buildings and our bigger banks and our bigger stores, and we need more money. So you guys need to pay more money, more tariffs and more taxes. And that's how it always ends up starting. Well, we've seen this now in the school boards a lot where these school board members, by the way, we're voting next Tuesday down here. And so I encourage everybody, make sure you do your research if you're voting for new school boards members, if you don't like who's in there, and uh, make a difference. Because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of communists that have infiltrated. I mean, I'm talking real, true, hardcore, devout communists that are in some of these school boards and uh, vote them out. Find out about them because I saw an article earlier here, and it was saying Minneapolis Teachers Union is now a negotiation clause requiring white educators to be laid off first regardless of seniority to make up for past discriminations. Apparently, this is a stipulation part of the new agreement starting in spring 2023 because the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers and Minneapolis Public Schools were basically going in this big strike. A new contract says that they may go outside the order to avoid layoffs to teachers who are a member of the population who are underrepresented. So they're saying now that basically if there's more white teachers than black teachers, that even though if there's seniority on top of the food chain, the whites get laid off first. 
Now, guys, that's just blatantly racist. It is. I mean, if, if you flipped that and said that same thing towards Hispanic teachers or black teachers, it would be massive uproaring up there. That's not okay. You can't say, well, we're going to lay you off first because of the color of your skin. It doesn't matter. It's just not right to go in any direction. But, again, this is all about causing more confusion. Now there's a bunch of conflict going on up there. And this is what's continued to happen. That's why I continue to tell people, if you disagree with some people on a few things, that's okay. It's, it's okay to disagree with people. It really is. Even your friends. You may not see eye to eye on stuff. As long as you can have a reasonable, cordial discussion, you can say, well, guess what? We're going to agree to disagree on this. This is a topic that we're probably not going to see eye to eye on, and that's okay. The biggest problem that I have now is so many people get wrapped up in some of these really, really far-left ideas where they come up with stuff like, well, you have to get the shot because if you don't get the shot, my shot doesn't work. And then I'm like, okay, but now we're just talking about stupidity here because what you're saying makes zero sense. Even if we disagree on it, you now telling me I have to engage with an experimental injection so your experimental injection works doesn't even make sense. And now you're telling me I have to do something because you're telling me I have to do it. That's when the line starts getting blurred, and that's exactly what they've done with a lot of stuff now. They've caused so much disharmony. I mean, you remember what was happening during COVID, all the conflict they had? They had people standing at front doors telling you you had to put a mask on to walk into the store. I mean, really? I mean, we're, we're really we really I remember when that was happening. I was like, golly, this, you can't come up with this level of insanity. But yet so many people were going along with it. And it, it frustrated me to no end. That's why I brought it up to detail yesterday where the CDC came out and basically said, we no longer recommend screening those without symptoms. Wait, what? I mean, so you told everybody for two years it didn't matter if you didn't have any symptoms. You're perfectly healthy. You had to go get a PCR test every week. You had to test weekly for your job. Or when they came in now, they said unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Well, what about telling everybody that it was going to be a dark, death, cold winter if they didn't get their shot? Telling people that they weren't allowed to have a job and weren't allowed to be able to function in society. They were not allowed to go to a restaurant in New York. Because remember the video of the NYPD kicking out the mother and her son? They were eating dinner escorting them essentially almost at gunpoint threatening to arrest her in front of her son with like 10 NYPD officers in there because she said she didn't have a COVID passport because she wasn't getting the shot and the waitress who basically wanted to be a good little snitch I guess or following orders came and told the manager the manager said you have to leave she goes dude I'm hungry we want to eat there's not many stores open well you have to have your shot or you have to leave we're calling the cops I called the cops are we just going to forget all that happened, guys? No, you can't. Because what happens is, and this is what happened in many times in history, people forget the atrocities and the things that occur, and they allow it to happen over and over and over again because it's painful. So they repress it, and they choose to forget it. And I get it. Sometimes it's a coping mechanism that needs to be used in very, very bad situations. This is not one of those. Everybody needs to remember very clearly what they did to everybody. Because if we don't, they're going to pull this stunt again, and a lot of people are going to go right along with it. And they're going to say, okay, well, you know what? We just need to we need to just get this over with again. Let's just keep moving the goalpost. But when I saw the CDC do that yesterday over the weekend, I knew they're up to no good. They got something else planned up behind the scenes because they just completely did a full about face and pretended like nothing's going on. What about the cruise ships that are now they're saying, I guess, the cruise ships aren't going to require vaccine passports to go on the cruises. 
Well, you got to remember, they got a huge portion of the population submitted to the shot now, whether for travel, whether through work, whether through intimidation, through jobs, whether through basically people just wanting to comply because they thought it was going to get back to normal. That's why you're seeing all these health problems continue to arise. I sent mom an article yesterday that was really interesting and strange, and it was a compilation of all these different articles over the last like three to four months discussing these random ways you're going to die from a heart attack now, which in current history, these have never been issues. There's a couple of them here. Being sarcastic puts you at a greater risk of heart attack, Dr. Warrens. I was by Nick McDormand on The Sun. Another one here. Falling asleep with a TV on could bring you an early death. That was from June this year. Study shows. University student dies of joy. I'm not, and these are not sarcastic headliners, by the way, guys. These are real articles that came out. Student Maburk Hussein, 22 years old, suffered a heart attack and died in the hospital after discovering he had passed his final university exams, according to his parents. Another one here from CNN Health. Napping regularly is linked to high blood pressure and stroke study finds. That was July this year. Daily Mail, up to 300,000 Brits are unaware they may have a potentially deadly heart condition, and many people have no symptoms at all. That was July of this year. Green Fingers, urgent warning to gardeners as soil increases the risk of killer heart disease. That was in July of this year. Guys, these aren't jokes. They're literally telling people this. They're trying to do everything they can to make you think that this is normal for people that are 25 years old to be coming down with myocarditis and people taking naps and having adult sudden death syndrome now that they're calling it just, just epidemic. They're not talking about it at all. They're coming up with these stupid, moronic, bizarro comments in these articles and headlines to make you think if you take a nap, you could have higher risk of stroke. Really? Really, guys? Really? Is that that we're really supposed to believe now that people are dropping dead from taking too many naps? Come on. This is what's happening, and this is why it's so important to maintain your health. That's why I've encouraged people, especially if they've gone out and got this shot, make sure you're taking cardiovascular support supplements and get high-quality stuff, including magnesium, CoQ10, and vitamin E. We make some of the highest-quality stuff in the world. If you don't want to support this show for whatever reason, at least get on something high-quality. But, I mean, we do this for a living. We manufacture the highest-quality stuff in the world. And I continually get emails on a regular basis of people that are asking me. They're like, dude, you know, I'm realizing what's going on. I'm having all these health issues, the blood pressure issues. What can I do? I'm like, well, the HGH stimulant, the vitamin E, both of those really help out with, you know, reducing blood viscosity and increasing blood flow and increasing the body, basically, circulation. Same thing goes with the magnesium and the CoQ10. These are very important nutrients that can really help out with overall health. And even if you haven't had the shot, it's also important to take care of your cardiovascular system, especially if you're very active. But don't let them possibly try to make you believe, guys, this is normal stuff that's happening right now. People are dropping dead because they're taking too many naps and they're having strokes because they fall asleep with the TV on. Oh, just randomly, guys. It's all a complete and total lie to obfuscate what they're really doing, and there's a reason why. They wrote out this new shot that they just put this multi-billion-dollar contract in with Pfizer, even though they've literally had to destroy, what, I think 80 or 90 million doses now in the United States they've thrown away because people didn't want them and they went bad, but yet we're buying another 100 million from Pfizer again. There's something they got up their sleeve, so be aware of it, but also 
read through the lies and continue to keep as many people as strong, as healthy as they can, especially if people have gotten the shot in the past, I have a feeling this next round of shot is going to be something that's completely and totally off the wall, considering the fact this bivalent injection is, has to show zero research, zero clinical trials, zero safety studies. FDA already gave it emergency use under community, gave it approval, and because it's an RNA gene therapy shot that can be changed, They've gone in now and stated, hey, by the way, because it's RNA, if you got to tweak it and change it, it still has full approval because it's technically the same shot. they got something big planned, so keep your health strong and up-to-date. Continue to take care of your body, Dad. What do you think? Austin, you're absolutely right. You've got to take supplements. I mean, the food supply is so basically horrible now that you've got to take at least the blood thinners, at least take the blood thinners. If you don't take anything, take your cod liver oil, your vitamin E, you got to take the blood thinners because of all the stuff that they're dumping into the food and because of all the gelling effect. I just watched a video this morning that I've had verified by a cardiologist already that shows a giant clot being removed from a beating heart. I'm not joking about this. And they actually pulled it out with tweezers. And, you know, especially if you've had the vaccine or you were forced to take the vaccine, do yourself a favor. Stay on blood thinners. Stay on NAC and acetylcysteine because Austin's right. All these people just dropping dead, this ain't okay. It's awful. Here are the verses I want to give you. Revelation 18 to 23. Wow. All nations were deceived by your sorcery, also as known as pharmakia. Pharmakia is the origin of the English words of pharma, pharmaceutical, pharmacy, and pharmacist. Revelation 18, 23. All nations were deceived by your sorcery. Revelation 9, 20 to 21, the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands or give up a worship of demons or idols of gold and silver and bronze who cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders or their sorceries. This is the witchcraft from the Kabbalah or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Revelation 18, 23, 24, for your merchants were the great ones of the earth and all nations were deceived by your sorcery, pharmakia. And in her was found the blood of the prophets and the saints and all who had been slain on the earth. Wow, guys, listen to me. Even the Bible's warning you against these guys, warning you against these people that are running all of these shows. And we have to understand this ancient Babylonian biopharma agenda, it's real. And you know, we need to understand who these people are, the Sackler family, all the rest of them, the synagogue of Satan is doing it. Again, the Bible says, by the sorceries of Babylon, all nations were deceived. The Greek word of that is pharmakia. We need to understand that. The Bible reveals that Babylon will deceive all nations by the use of pharmacy. That is the connection to the magical arts and idolatry. This is Baal, Moloch, and Asherah worship and the killing of their children as sacrifices. Magical arts has been had its deep roots in witchcraft in the occultic world from the very beginning with Egypt and the ancient Canaanite religions. You have to understand this is the same group that's basically doing all of this stuff to you all the time. Pharmacy mainly uses a mixture of toxic chemicals, metals, and or synthetic elements to produce pharmaceuticals that are designed to manipulate the biochemistry or the metabolic functions of the body in an attempt to get a desired effect in the treatment of a disease or sickness. In other words, pharmacy mixes up different types of poisons. They package it. They patent it. They claim that it can treat certain types of diseases. The main problem with that system is that poison is still poison. And 50% of the drugs that are approved via the FDA have to be taken off the market or the labels changed within the first five years. Who is the main one behind the system of pharmacy and the administering of poisonous drugs that Babylon uses to see the nations? 
we need to realize it's the pharmaceutical industry that is completely controlled by the same groups that control everything. We need to understand who these people are. You know, if we don't understand this and we don't look at what's going on from a health standpoint, we're going to continue to believe the lies of Lucifer. And all the, it's like I told you the other day. If Lucifer tells you it's okay to eat pork, why would you believe anything he says? When God said don't eat it. If Lucifer tells you it's okay to do all of these horrible things to basically further his kingdom, why would you do anything he says? Why would you not question? Anything in the word of God is very clear as what God wants us to do, and his will is clear for us. In the book of First John, it says that if we love him, we'll obey his commandments. Question for you Christians, did Jesus Christ eat pork? Uh, no. He couldn't have been because to them, he was still under the Old Testament laws. Had he done that, he would have sinned. He could not have died for sin of our sacrifices. So if you love him, you'll do what he did. you walk and eat as Jesus walked and ate. And I know I'm making this very simple, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to let you know there's certain foods out there that cause problems. There's certain foods and chemicals and drugs that cause problems. I've had people come into my office before when we had the clinic on Highway 92 here between Auburndale and Winter Haven back 30 years ago, and they'd bring me an entire bag of drugs they were taking, the most I've ever seen is one individual taking 25 different prescription drugs at once. Those drugs were never tested combined with other drugs. If anything, they had minimal testing done before they were approved by the Food and Drug Administration, and they probably had their warning labels changed, but all of the, quote, interactions that occur between these drugs. I had a man call me up this morning. Knows the guy up north, up in Illinois, who basically had had all three of the clot shots. His total person, his personality his personality has completely changed now. That's probably from microclotting in the brain and loss of certain synaptic functions. We have all of these people changing their personalities after they've taken these shots. Guys, listen to me. An mRNA shot that's being done on an experimental vaccine basis only, what in the world were they thinking? Well, we know what they were thinking. They want to slave the masses. Guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you today. I love you guys. I really do. You mean the world to me. Thank you for getting your supplements to the Health Masters. Thank you for forwarding all of these shows to everybody that you know. At least you'll know that when you send it to your friends that you're trying to tell them the truth. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, that's the absolute truth. And the thing I've noticed is, especially if you're dealing with somebody that is just starting to kind of wake up and see what's going on, you know, even if you just send them a little bit of stuff here and there, they start questioning. I've had numerous people I know that were pretty much totally like, oh, yeah, no, I don't believe any of that stuff. And the more I start sending them a little bit of stuff here and there, especially when you see blatant, just blatant flip-flopping. And that's one thing, the only one of the only positive things I really saw out of COVID was it did wake up a lot of people that I knew. I knew people that were straight up hardcore vaxxers. They would vax their kids and say, I'm going to continue to do it. And by the end of this now, they don't do anything anymore as far as with shots because they don't believe anything that we've been told because the whole thing's been a complete and total orchestrated lie. Is there a virus out there? There always has been. There always will be. Is there stuff they brew up in a lab? There always has. There always will be. These guys are always coming up with crazy stuff all the time. This way you keep your body strong, keep your mind strong, keep your immune system buttoned up, and keep it rolling strong. You push through a lot of stuff, especially if you take care of your body. That's why when they came out with the reports, they were saying that you know 90% of the people that were dying from COVID were obese. There was a reason why. It's because the body has a very difficult time trying to maintain a healthy immune system when it has massive amounts of excess fatty tissue, not to mention majority of people that are extremely obese do not eat clean. 
you can't get obese eating clean. It's physically impossible. I remember I had this conversation with a guy I was helping out with bodybuilding one time, and he goes, man, I didn't realize, you know, how, like, filling clean food is. You know, when you're eating, you know, a cup of rice and ground, you know, uh, grilled chicken and green beans and stuff like that with olive oil on top. So I said, yeah. I said, I know. When you eat clean, it makes you feel good. So I have high fructose corn syrup in it. So keep your body strong. Keep your kids strong. Be sure to check out the Back to School Kids Pack on sale for 15% off right now with the DHA Cod and Ultimate Multiple Chewable. It's limited supply only on that. Why I have good inventory still in stock. So be sure to check that out. And also the Ultimate Stress Control Kit. I put that on sale for you guys with a big 10% off sale. Helps knock out stress and anxiety naturally. Cortisol busters, the adrenal support, the vitamin C, the antioxidants. Really, really good daily stack that I run. Be sure to check those out on the website. Thank you again for the support and getting the truth out there, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>